0: In our first reading, the prophet Habakkuk was worried and disturbed over the oppression and injustices of his time. He prayed to God about the situation at hand, but God seemed indifferent to his plea. Through faith in God, at his appointed time, the prophet was given a vision of relief and breakthrough from the evils of his time. Saint Paul, in the second reading, encourages us not to be ashamed or timid in our witnessing to Christ and to follow the pattern of sound doctrine which we have received through faith in Christ Jesus. In the gospel, Jesus teaches us that little faith in God can accomplish great things. But great faith can accomplish even more greater things. He further urges us to seek God's approval and not human reward. I remember the story often told of a small boy and a passenger of a luxury ship. The ship was nearly sinking because of a very strong typhoon. Everyone was in panic, grabbing live jackets and live boots from each other. But this little boy was sitting in a small chair as if nothing was ever happening. He enjoyed watching the big waves One adult passenger approached him and asked, little boy, it seems that you don't mind what is happening. Don't you know that a few minutes from now we are going to sink and we shall all perish? Excuse me, sir, the boy answered. The captain of this ship is my father and I trust him. Why should I be afraid? Dear friends in Christ, if the captain of our lives is God, why should we be afraid? Faith is a supernatural gift, gift of God, which enables us to believe without doubting whatever God has revealed. We have faith when you believe in the existence and workings of God and allow this belief to shape our way of life. Living out this definition of faith is the focus of our liturgy today. In the gospel, Jesus said with a faith as small as a grain of mustard seed, we could uproot a mulberry tree and plant it in the seed. So we have interpreted this to mean that faith enables us to solve life's problems in a way that is almost magical. We call this a miracle. And this interpretation is not entirely out of place, however, there is yet another dimension Faith is a responsibility. A responsibility to carry out one's bounden duty. In the first place, as our first reading states, Habakkuk is sorrowful and may be disappointed in God. He is surprised at the enormous negativities around him in spite of his belief in the existence of a good and powerful God. The same frustration Habakkuk expresses in our reading, Job equally will do the same. In spite of all his love and his faith in God, God still did allow terrible things to come the way of Job. And so Habakkuk represents you and I who are sometimes also scandalized at the sufferings of the just. When we see terrible things happening around us like Habakkuk, like Job, we are also scandalized. We feel depressed. We feel sad. We feel laid down by this same God with whom we trust. So it seems as though the sufferings of the just mocks their belief in God. And so all kinds of questions usually would come our way when we see unusual, terrible suffering coming the way of the just when we see kids dying when we see people suffering when we see our world in shambles we feel a great sense of anxiety and we express so much worry and we ask God where are you when these things are happening to the just this is precisely what we find today expressed in Habakkuk. And we ask, what father will be so good and so powerful yet would allow his beloved children to suffer untold hardship? Well, when we find ourselves in situations like this, The response of God is one of assurance and invites us to perseverance. What the Lord expects of us is to continue to believe in him even when answers are not forthcoming. Faith therefore is the ability to remain steadfast in the Lord against all odds and no Christian can rightly be won if he has not learned how to wait upon the Lord. Evil should not scandalize us to the extent that we stop praying, that we stop going to church, that we stop being good, that we stop being cheerful, that we stop going for confession or receiving Holy Communion, that we even stop pursuing holiness. No amount of evil should push us to this grave extent. In the parable of the mustard seed, Jesus wants to teach us that faith is not Christianity without responsibility. That is not the central message of the parable of the mustard seed. Faith is not all about getting results. Faith is doing our work well. Faith is not what I want God to do for me, but doing what God expects of me. This therefore implies that we cannot claim to have faith if we are not living by God's commandments. And the litmus test for me or for knowing a faithful Christian is not the ability to quote the Bible or to walk miracles, but the conformity of one's way of life to the tenets, to the teachings of the gospel. My dear friends, St. Paul today encourages every one of us to rekindle the gift of faith the gift of God within us. We really need to re-energize our faith because continuously we face situations that weaken, threaten, and tempt us. A faith that is not sharpened will become blunt and then suddenly dead. There is no time than the present when all of us are encouraged to live out our faith and to heed the voice of the Lord. The Lord has spoken to us today. Let us not harden our hearts.